I've been, I've been, I've been taken captive by the truth, and I, I don't think I want to get out. Coming to this class, I'm just tapping deeper into the spirit, and uh, I've learned that you need a doorway into the spirit, and Prophet Lovi is that doorway, and you can try to do it on your own, but you will not get far at all. You need a doorway. It's actually really nice to uh, just be able to engage and to listen to everybody's experiences and learn that we're all having the same thing. We're all going through the same thing. We're all lost and in the dark about the same stuff. And for him to clear it up, it's just been great. I decided to attend prophetic school because um, I want to learn. I want to learn from someone that has a relationship with Jesus, that knows Jesus, that it expresses Jesus out, that I see Jesus through. There's just been deep layers upon layers on things that uh, the prophet has been speaking on that is just like mind-blowing. Perfected school was no other option. There was no other option for my life, for my family's life. I tell you, this is the best thing we've ever done. When given the opportunity for something like a prophetic school, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I will recommend it for anybody who wants to walk on this earth with God. There's nothing like this. It's amazing. <laughs> what else to say about it? Um, I, I hope you can partake in it. Do yourself and your future and your future generations the biggest blessing and favor and come and take part in this because you will not regret it. I promise you, I'm speaking from my own experience. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? Stand up comedy. In the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yeah. carry him yeah. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yeah. Because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yeah. I saw you bleeding that yeah. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field yeah. go to her put the mic on her I'm a nurse. 
Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real. <laughs> Blessings everybody. This is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic. Because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take, that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know his voice, you will know his still small voice, where he wants you to go, where he wants you to step, so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic, it's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. The spiritual gifts can be transferred. Take it! Prophesy. I'm saying in. Is there anyone with an N? Yeah, my name is Nesu. <laughs> when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. What do you do? <laughs> Stand up, come. <laughs>
Professor! I'll give you 30 seconds to speak and then I'm gonna give you three seconds to interpret and then you will prophesy to the person. So she prophesied to me that she kept seeing a big family, this family. Well, I'm one of 17 kids. She said, but wait, 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 I see something else like another business. Do you do hair? I said, girl, yes, I do. I saw a price tag put on him, but I asked God, is it a price tag or is it a name? What's your last name? Price. Prophesy.
You're so mighty, but you're full of compassion. You're the giver of a life everlasting. You're the savior of the world, Messiah. All I need, I find in you, provider. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you, my heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king, God of everything. Glory, glory to you. I lift my hands to worship. I lift my eyes. To seek your holy face, I lift my voice to honor you. Yeah, there's no one else like you, Lord. I lift you. I don't understand your love, you're so patient. You surround me with your grace, it's amazing. Forgiving the way that I've been and you changing the old me, old me I didn't know who I could be till you show me Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful Glory, glory to you my heart sings Perfect, sovereign king, God of everything Glory, glory to you I lift my hands to worship I lift my eyes to seek your holy face I lift my voice to Hello, hello, hello. Click. Hello, hello. It is good now. Can you hear me, everybody? Everybody can hear me? Okay, perfect. There we go. Uh, I thank the Lord again uh, that God is so good and uh, 
I'm here with you today. Uh, yesterday we had a, perfect, a powerful time and I spoke specifically about the atmosphere of miracles. And uh, today I'm going to talk about atmosphere still. I'm going to speak about uh, creating an atmosphere for angels. Creating an atmosphere for angels because there is an atmosphere that the angels of God are attracted to. Hallelujah. There is an atmosphere of angels of, of, of uh, there is an atmosphere that the angels of God are attracted to. And I'm going to speak about that today. So I want you, whether you're on Facebook, you're on, uh, you're on YouTube, whether you're on Periscope, I want you to text somebody. If you're on YouTube, send somebody the link, whether it's on WhatsApp or however. And I'm going to be talking about creating an atmosphere for angels. Creating an atmosphere for angels. The thing that you have to understand um, as you're sharing, uh, people are still saying no sound. Hallelujah. Is there a sound? Can anybody, everybody hear me? Okay, perfect. I want you to share and share and share and share as much as you can. And I think I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to, uh, I was telling uh, the Bishop uh, Claudius just now, I think I'm going to sponsor a few people to prophetic school. Amen. People who are serious. Uh, do, do, do we have my email up? Prophetlovi at prophetlovi.com? Oh, prophet at prophetlovi.com. Okay, so I want, I'm going to only pick about 10 people. I want you to just tell me why you, you feel like you should be a prophetic school. So I want you to write me an email at prophet at prophetlovi.com. Prophet at prophetlovi.com. I want to sponsor 10 people, 10 people, 10 people to be at prophetic school. So I want to sponsor 10 people to be a prophetic school. You have to understand this, this is like a life-changing thing. Um, you know, people, yesterday I was with uh, Pastor Benny Hinn and, uh, uh, and he said something very interesting. He said, um, I don't know if you remember, son, he said this, he said, a lot of people, so many people go to um, school of ministry and come out with nothing, still not knowing what they should do. School of ministry is good, but it's even better to know the mind of God. Those who know the mind of God, those who know the mind of God, it is much easier, it is much, much easier for them to know where they are going. Uh, so, so many people are, are going the wrong way simply because you did not hear God on what you should do. So learning to hear God is probably one of the most important things that one can do. And the prophet at prophetlovi.com is my direct email. I'm the one who, that's like my personal. Is it a mistake I made it public? <laughs> it is. Uh, Bishop said it was a mistake. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I love you all and I'm okay with it. So I want somebody that you believe that you should be a prophetic school. Even if you're out of town, you compel me enough. I will pay. I do it all the time. I'll pay your ticket and give you a hotel. 
to stay, but you just have to convince me why you should come. Hearing the voice of God is the treasure of treasures. I promise you there's nothing better. Abraham could not go to, prof to school of ministry to know where the promised land is. But because he could hear the voice of God, he knew exactly where to be. I don't know if somebody can hear me. So uh, Pastor Benny was saying that it's so unnecessary to go to prophetic school, uh, to go to school for ministry. It may be even unnecessary if you know the voice of God. I don't know if, if somebody's catching me. Glory be to God. Uh, my daughter, Karina Grace Elias, remember her. Let's figure out what she needs to make it happen. She's on Facebook. Uh, Karina Grace, let's figure out what she needs. Okay? okay. Perfect. So I'm talking about creating an atmosphere for angels. Creating an atmosphere for angels. Believe it or not, I'm going to say it again. Believe it or not, there is an atmosphere that you can create that angels can visit you. I don't know if somebody just heard what I said. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to give you seven things to create an atmosphere for angelic visitations. I feel like people are not ready for this. <laughs> I'll give you seven things. Seven things. Seven things that will create an atmosphere for angelic visitations. Seven things. Seven things. So I'm going to give you two more seconds to share it with anybody, everybody. Okay, Elena has nominated uh, Fabian. All right, put Fabian down, figure out also what he needs. But I want serious people. I just don't want people who just want to travel for traveling or who just want to come for the sake of being there. Okay, so Bishop Claudius is vouching for his brother Fabian. Now, I didn't say Fabian wasn't serious. I just said I want serious people. People who feel that they should be serving God. Ah, Fabian, you should thank Aileen. <laughs> she, just saved, she just saved you because I didn't see that you asked. Now listen to me carefully. Contrary to what you have heard, contrary to what you have heard, angels have a free will. I'm going to say it again. Contrary to everything that you have heard, angels have a free will. Angels of God have a free will. Let me explain to you why. Number one, angels, God, let me talk about God first. The Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, is a God who believes in the law of love. The law of love does not control you, does not manipulate you, does not make you do what you don't want to do. 
the law of love does not control you. It does not manipulate you. It does not make you want to do what you don't want to do. If anybody tells you that angels have no free will, they are deceiving you. I don't know if somebody can hear me. Angels have a free will, and we see it happen two times in the Bible. Glory be to God. If you look at the book of Revelations, it tells you the book of Revelations, the book of Isaiah, and Ezekiel. They speak about the fall of Satan. This prophet's John who wrote Revelation, Isaiah and Ezekiel, they both talk about the fall of the devil. Notice, a being in heaven could think about making himself bigger than God. Meaning that they are not controlled. They are willingly serving God. They were created by, by him, but they are willingly serving him. And one cherubim called Lucifer decided that, you know what? I feel like I could be like God. And he conceived it in his heart. Now, you have to remember, I've taught you this. God looks at the hearts of men. In the realm of the spirit, you don't speak using words. You speak using thought. The moment he thought about it, immediately there was no room found for him. He was thrown out of heaven. That is why the Lord Jesus, just the power of thought, the Lord Jesus said something interesting. He said, if a man looks at a woman lustfully, he has already slept with her. So God is not waiting for you to act on it. Just the fact that you're, you can think of it, you have already done it. So you see, the devil willingly... Willingly, willingly, okay, I'm going to do this for Maureen Kiyama. I'm going to send you a link to watch the prophetic school. Can you get her? She's on YouTube. Maureen Kiyama, uh, yeah, that one, yeah, she's watching in Kenya with her sister. So that will be late, but they are willing to stay up and watch. Are you going to be willing to stay up and watch? If you're willing to stay up and watch... I am gonna, I'm gonna do it for you. So, Maureen, uh, email my email, and I'm gonna make sure that I see you in there. So, capture this, and and uh, my son, uh, what's his name? He sings on the worship team, David. Make sure you get David also. Yeah. So. So you, you have to make sure, as a child of God, you understand this and you understand this without a shadow of a doubt. So you have to know this and you have to know it with all your heart. You must really understand this. I'm going to say it again. You must 
really completely without a shadow of a doubt understand this angels have a free will if you go if you go to the book of Genesis chapter number 6 if you go to Genesis chapter 6 when you go to Genesis chapter 6 my prophet son I want you to listen to this When you go to Genesis chapter 6, you notice there's another group of angels called watchers. This is no longer the cherubim. This is another group of angels called the watchers. The watchers willingly, I don't know if somebody can hear me, the watchers willingly, chose to leave heaven. The Lord Jesus comes and even says, the angels who left their place, they are bound in everlasting chains at the bottomless pit, waiting for the day of judgment. So the angels are gen in Genesis chapter 6. You even hear Daniel speaking about seeing a, a, a living creature, he's seeing a, a, a holy one and a watcher. He's talking about two different kinds of angels. There's a group of angels called watchers. Watchers are more human-like. One time I will go in depth with the, with the teaching of angels. If you have ever seen an angel, not saying that Daniel can appear, uh, um, what's his name, uh, 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 Gabriel or even Michael, they can appear as human beings. You see a uh, 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 prophet Daniel in the Bible saying, I saw the man Gabriel whom I had seen in my dreams. He referred to, to, to Gabriel. He said, I saw the man Gabriel. I saw the man Gabriel whom I had seen in my dreams. I saw the man Gabriel whom I had seen in my dreams. Yeah. I have seen the man Gabriel whom I had seen in my, my dreams. So he referred to angel Gabriel as a man because he appeared as a human being. You remember in the book of Genesis, uh, uh, the prophet Abraham I believe it's Genesis 18 or something. I can't really remember. Uh, but it's definitely before 21. Uh, uh, the prophet Abraham is sitting outside under a tree. And he sees three men walking towards him. And he runs and bows himself. He says, my Lord. He refers to the Lord who was among two angels. But you see the three men, when they go towards Sodom and Gomorrah, the two men go to Sodom and Gomorrah. They are no longer called men. They are called angels. But when Lot sees them, he runs to them and says, my lords, because they look human. But when he kept them to stay in his house, when these people are trying to sleep with them, they turned and told them, listen, we have come from heaven. We are angels, actually. And their hospitality made the angels stay with them. And immediately the angels blinded the whole city and caused Lot and his family to escape. And then they destroyed the city. Angels are free will. How do we know it? Lot begged them to stay with him. He found them sitting outside. He said, my lords, please come and stay with me. They said, no, 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 we are okay here. He said, please, I beg you, come into my house. I'll wash your feet. I will feed you. Please just stay the night with me. It's not good for you to stay out here. 
Then the angel said, okay, we will come with you. If they can be persuaded, it means they have what? Free will. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I, I don't know if somebody's catching this. Angels have a free will. So you can create an atmosphere where an angel that was being sent to Prophet Lovey, since you are in LA, it was com- he was coming to LA. He says, let me stop in Van Nuys. Let me stop in Hollywood because there's another person there that is always good to people. Let me just go and see them and then go yeah. somewhere where God is sending me. Remember, the angels were going to Sodom and Gomorrah. They were not going to Abraham's house. They were passing by Abraham's house. I wish somebody would catch the revelation I'm giving you. The angels were not going to visit Abraham. They were not interested. There was nothing to do with Abraham. It was the Lord that wanted, the Lord himself was with them. The Lord was passing like he was going somewhere else. But as the Lord was passing, Abraham stopped him. He said, Lord, please come. Come into my house, I will wash your feet, I will feed you, I will give you this, I will give you that. And the Lord said, uh, and the Lord said listen, I I'm, uh, I'm really have to go. He said, please, please, I beg you. Then he said, okay, I will sit down and stay with you and eat with you. I, I don't know if somebody's catching this. Giffy Asari watching from Dubai. God bless Dubai because of you. You can create an atmosphere... For angels. And this is coming from somebody that by the grace of God, God has given me the grace to encounter a lot of angels. Meliadoshte evrande kista ava kede ia. Mezonde pravonte le crande gista avra tedia, maronde kista avra de vekeste e pradonve le kista apradea. You can create an atmosphere for angels, but what creates an atmosphere for angels is not what creates the atmosphere for God. They are similar, but they are not the same. I don't know if somebody is catching what I'm trying to say here. Of course, our priority and our goal is always Jesus. Nothing, nothing above that. But the Lord Jesus has given us a benefit that we can enjoy that comes with him. There are benefits to following God. And part of it is not just fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It's also fellowship with the angels of God. Do you know how many things you could learn from an angel? (laughs) (laughs) There are things that God himself will not take time to teach you. He will send an angel to teach you. Let me give you an example. Why do you think, uh, can you turn off the air for me please? Why do you think, you know the anointing is flowing when the air is disturbing me. (laughs) Why do you think, look at this, why do you think this? I don't know if I should say this.
you can 100% create an atmosphere for angels. That is why Jacob had angels ascending and descending on him. He got access to the Sulam. Those who never watched my Sulam series, go and watch it. The Lord Jesus also said what Jacob experienced. He said, you will see the son of man, you will see angels ascending and, de- ascending and descending upon the son of man. Meaning the Lord Jesus had, had an access to the Sulam. Uh, Terence Joseph watching from Sri, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is based, blessed because of you. Big time. Terence, I saw, I saw in the realm of the spirit, uh, I saw in the realm of the spirit, um, you winning souls in Sri Lanka. I feel like, I don't know why, I've never been to Sri Lanka, I don't know much about it. Uh, but I saw so many people coming to Jesus because of you. It is like God is giving you a mandate to save souls in Sri Lanka. I saw Muslims, I don't know why specifically, I saw Muslims coming to Jesus because of you. I saw Muslims coming to Jesus because of you. I don't know about Sri Lanka, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you the vision that I saw just now. I saw people coming to Jesus because of you. And it is like even the name Joseph is a spiritual name that God gave you. I saw so many people coming to Jesus. I don't know if the feed is too slow. I don't mean to prophesy. Let me let me behave. Labra cason telebrande gisa. I don't is Sri Lanka like a place of Muslims? I don't know. I just saw a lot of Muslims coming to Jesus because of him. I saw so many Muslims, specifically Muslims. Ah, let me behave. The feed is too slow, so it's not. Because when I want to go, I have to go boom, 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 boom. Ah, no, let me teach another time. And, uh, and um, you see, I will also teach you about creating the atmosphere for the prophetic. Because everything has an atmosphere. So, you can create an atmosphere for angels. And what creates an atmosphere for God is similar to what creates an atmosphere for angels, but it's not the same. Let me explain it. Some people pray so much, but they have never seen an angel. (laughs) I feel like I'm talking to myself. There are people who pray. They pray. They love Jesus. They pray. I'm not saying they don't pray. And, and 
son what is it called you can a hundred percent oh he says Sri Lanka is a 10% Muslim country ask him what part of it he is what part of uh, he said 10% Muslims okay what part of it what part of it is it isn't is Sri Lanka is like is India or is it like towards yeah. Thailand they said it's an island off the coast of India ah Okay, what part of it is he? Because he's, he's sent to Muslims. They are saying it will be uh, by 2050 to have 30% Muslims. There we go. Yeah. Now, catch this. You can be a prayerful person. You can be a person that is before God. You are praying, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying. But you never see even one angel. Because an atmosphere for angels is not the same as creating an atmosphere for God. So, if you look at the way God desires it to be, if you look at the temple of God, God is the center of it. There is men and angels. So, when you want to create an atmosphere where there is a powerful move of God, you need the presence of God, and God always works with his angels. It is not just contrary to what anybody tells you. I am telling you the absolute truth. I am telling you the absolute truth. The absolute truth. God did not create angels for no reason. If there was no need for angels, Jesus would have not made them a part of his ministry. When people tell you all you need is the Holy Spirit, in essence it is true, but it's not the complete truth. Because the Holy Spirit has his angels that he sends them. Haven't you ever asked yourself a question? Why is it that when God wants to talk to you, why is it that when God wants to talk to you, he can minister to you by his Spirit, but also send an angel. An example is this, Daniel. Daniel sees a mighty vision, but Daniel has no understanding of it. Why didn't the Holy Spirit explain to him the understanding of the vision that he gave him? I want somebody to think about that. Why is it the Holy Spirit that gave Daniel the, the vision is the same God that Daniel says, Lord, I don't understand what I saw. God said, okay, don't worry. God sends an angel to come and tell him, okay, the vision that you saw, it means this, it means this, it means this, it means this, it means this. So any believer that is ignorant of the ministry of angels, you are not a wise believer. Because if God is taking it serious, look, the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation, 
the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. John never saw Jesus. Anybody that tells you that John saw Jesus is lying to you. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says it like this. Let's go to the book of Revelations. <laughs> Let's go to Revelations chapter 1. And you can find Revelations, the book before Genesis. <laughs> if you find it there, you and your Bible need major deliverance. Revelations chapter 1. Listen to this. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must surely come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Wait, what? God is showing Jesus something so that Jesus can show it to his servants. But Jesus is sending his angels to show his servants. <laughs> God God himself is saying I need to tell humans and give human beings a message God himself says yeah I should do that then he says okay angel go tell them <laughs> that the angel of the Lord had so much of the glory of the Lord that when John saw him, I believe it's in Revelation 11 or, or something, I don't know if it's 12 or 11, that John fell down on his knees to worship him because he thought he was seeing Jesus. And the angel told him, no, 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 no. Don't worship me, worship God. For the, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Meaning that angel was deep with prophecy because the angel was prophesying. Remember, to prophesy is to speak on behalf of God. For those who don't know, angels can prophesy. <laughs> uh, angels prophesy. Not all angels can prophesy. But some can. They all behold the face of God. But not everyone prophesies. Because whoever carries the prophetic carries the face of Jesus. Now watch this. The Bible says, and the Lord will come with the shout of an archangel. Huh? So Jesus won't talk. <laughs> when Jesus is coming, there will be an angel that will be screaming, I am here, but it will not be the Lord. It will be an angel that will be screaming. <laughs> he will come with the voice of an archangel. You have to understand that God is a boss. He has no time to be speaking too much. If he speaks, the earth can melt. I feel like I'm talking to myself. So anybody that tells you, all you need is just to know the Holy Spirit. If you know the Holy Spirit for real, he will teach you about angels. In fact, a lot of Christians are delayed with where God wants them to go because they don't understand the ministry of angels. 
So remember Genesis chapter 6, we see these angels called watchers. They leave heaven of their own will because they saw the daughters of men were beautiful. They said, let us go and take wives for ourselves. What does it mean? They took women by force. They raped them. They did not say, oh, I love you or anything. No, they raped them. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. <coughs> Somebody says, um, Jessica Nyarayi Tande. That sounds like a Zimbabwe. What is the function of the Holy Spirit versus angels? The Holy Spirit is God. Now the Lord is that spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. Angels are his servants. They took women by force. They raped them. That's why God destroyed their children and locked them in the bottomless pit. Even the devil himself is not in the bottomless pit. Evil spirits are still roaming around in the heavens. Gifty, uh, sorry, you are deep. <laughs> so angels can prophesy. Angels can evangelize. The first evangelists were angels. When Jesus was born, there were angels that were in Jerusalem. The angels were overexcited. They said, who can we tell this message? Because heaven knows that Jesus is born. Angels went and found shepherds. They found some pastors laying around with their sheep. <laughs> they said, wake up. Do you know who is born in the city? They were dancing, saying, the Lord has come among you. The only thing that angels cannot do is one thing. They cannot preach to you to get saved. And this is not because they don't know salvation. It is not their experience. Because you cannot speak of what does not concern you. This is why a lot of Christians... You get, the, you, you get God's hand to come against you because of one silly mistake. You see a prophet prophesying, you say he's a fake prophet. Are you a prophet to qualify him if he's real or fake? If angels who are with God, who saw Jesus in heaven, they saw Jesus come on earth, they knew that he would be crucified, cannot come and tell you, it is time to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. <laughs> God cannot send them because it's not their experience. I don't know if somebody's catching this. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Let me tell you another thing. Angels have the ability to comfort. The Lord Jesus is our comforter. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Let me explain it. The Lord Jesus, when he was about to depart, 
in the Gospels, he told, he told uh, 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 he told his disciples this. He said, "Don't worry. I will not leave you. I will not leave you, Prophetess Madu- Madusu. God bless you." He said, "I will not leave you as orphans. I will send you another Comforter." He did not say, I will send you one comforter. He said, I will send you another comforter, the Holy Spirit. All right? So for him to say another comforter, it means that he himself is a comforter. Because he's saying, if I go, your comfort will go away. But don't worry, I'm sending you another comforter. So God in the, in the form of Jesus comforts you. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. But watch this. When the Lord Jesus was in the garden and he was sweating blood before he went to the cross, who comforted him? (laughs) Who gave him comfort? Uh, Somebody is not catching what I'm telling you. You know, you think of angels like robots and they are not. I'll give you seven things that will create an angelic atmosphere around you. And this is what God wants people to have. Let me give people verses before. uh, Hallelujah. 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 Luke 22. Luke chapter 22. And there appeared, Luke 22 verse 43. And an angel appeared to him from heaven to strengthen him, to encourage him. To tell him it's okay. You get through this. <coughs> so the remember comfort does not take away the pain. Comfort makes you hang on through the pain. Christian think, Christians think comfort means the pain is gone away. No. An example is this. And this is to men and women. You spend time with a woman or, or a man. I've seen this happen where a man takes a girl to school, sponsors her through school, he's with her and all that and all these things. And when the woman graduates, starts making a lot of money and things like that, she dumps the man for somebody better. When your time comes, God will punish you. You will pray. God will comfort you, but he will not take away the punishment because you reap what you sow. You have to go through your season of punishment. Because it will be unjust for the other guy. (laughs)
the comfort did not take away the pain from the cross. I feel like I'm by myself. That is why you find Elisha was always seeing angels, was always around angels, but his servant never knew. Meaning they were in two different atmospheres. I wish somebody could catch this. They were in two completely different atmospheres. Because Elisha had to intercede on his behalf and say, God, let him see what is really happening. The Lord opens his eyes. He realizes that Elisha is upon a mountain. He's upon a mountain. Elisha is upon a mountain, surrounded by angels, meaning they were not in the same place. Because remember, they were in a valley, but when his spiritual eyes are open, he realizes that Elisha is not in a valley. Some people might see you in pain with them, but they don't know you are not in pain. Some people may be going through hardships, and you are also with them, but you are not with them. That is why the Bible says, a thousand can fall to your side, ten thousand to your other side, and they shall not touch you. Mm-hmm. Ah, I wish somebody would catch this and understand this. You are a product of the atmosphere that you create. I want to give you seven things. Seven things. Seven things. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven things to create an atmosphere of angels. Are you ready? Is somebody ready? Watch this. Actually, I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Hebrews 1 14. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. This is why so many people should be very careful when you condemn people. They may know something you don't know. Just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not true. I've seen so many people miss the hand of God because of this. It says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them that shall inherit salvation? Are they not all ministering spirits? Now you have to understand this, what this verse means. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister? Meaning they are sent out. So they are angels that will never go back to heaven until the mission of God on earth is done. If you read, because angels don't like to be idle. So let's say an angel was sent to Bishop Claudius. And the angel finished his assignment quickly because Bishop Claudius was cooperating. That angel is not going to be idle. He's going to look for who else can I bless while I'm still here. 
He will say, does your children, your wife, your brother, your sister, the church, what do they need? He will come and help out. And then that's why you find when a man of God goes to another church to minister, if they are truly somebody walking with God, the church will be impacted by his presence. It's not just him, it's the angels that he's with. Be very, very, very careful. I've seen people call me fake. I've seen people telling me uh, I'm fake, people calling me this, and I actually feel sorry for them. There are some people I even see where God can take them if they could just tweak something, but they don't listen. You just look at them and you leave them because they think they know. But what what happens is this, their walk becomes longer and difficult for no reason. Because you have to think about something. Knowledge does not travel independent. Somebody is a carrier of information. So an information that somebody is carrying tells you their level of encounter. Let me help you even understand better. The Pharisees had an encounter with the word of God, but they never knew Jesus when he appeared to them. So I can have an encounter with the Bible, but never meet the God of the Bible. I can have an encounter with Jesus, but I will never know the goodness and the power of Jesus until I meet those people that he ministered to. They are the ones who will tell me a side of him that I never knew. No, 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 leave them. God is so generous in his love. He says, he teaches us by his spirit. The anointing has the ability to teach you. But you have to know each's advantages and disadvantage. The Holy Spirit can teach you. The anointing can teach you, angels can teach you, and men can teach you. The anointing, listen to me carefully, the anointing has no ability to teach you beyond what you already know. The anointing increases what you already have but it cannot give you what you do not have. I'll say that again. The anointing amplifies what you already have. An example, you might have read Hebrews many times, but when the anointing comes, you will see Hebrews better. 
But you will only see Hebrews better. You will not see Revelations better. Because you never read Revelation. The Spirit of God reveals the anointing teachers. There's a big difference between revealing and teaching. When I am teaching you something, it's something that you need to get better at. You go to school to to learn how to write, not because you don't know how to talk. They teach you how to write the words that you already know how to talk. They teach you to count because already naturally you count. They want to expand your ability to count. They teach you chemistry and biology, things that are already there. They cannot teach you beyond the scope of what already exists. But the Spirit of God reveals That is why 1 Corinthians chapter 2 tells you, from verse 6, it tells you, but the Spirit of God, now remember, the anointing says it, I had not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what God has prepared for those who love him. That is the anointing. The anointing tells you God has something special for you. The Spirit of God shows you and reveals to you what God has for you. That is why Paul says, these are the things that the Spirit of God has revealed unto us. To reveal and to teach are two completely different things. To say Mexico has a, has a, 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 a very good beach is because you know it's at the coast. But to tell you, no, 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 it doesn't only have a beach. The water is very warm. The sun is very hot. If, you, if you're not there, you'll burn, you'll get sunburn. Yeah. Deep sea fishing in Mexico is deep. But you want to be in Cancun, you don't want to be in the city because the city is different from this. Yeah. Now it is revealing the mystery of what you know surface. Yeah. That is why we have so many anointed people that cannot teach. We have so many anointed people that have no love. We have so many anointed people that can go to hell. But people of revelation can never be destroyed. In heaven there is no anointing. There is only the spirit of God. Notice something that is very interesting. The Bible says in heaven... There is no healing because nobody gets sick in heaven. There is no deliverance service in heaven because nobody can be delivered there. There are no demons that enter there. But notice what the Bible says. Prophecy will cease. What does it mean to cease? It will be stopped. But it cannot be done away with. Somebody is not catching what I'm saying. This is why if anybody, let me tell you the doctrine of the devil. I am going to tell you this is a doctrine of devils. Let anybody say what they want to say, but I will teach you the doctrine of devils right now. If anybody ever tells you, you don't need anyone, you just need God and the Bible, the devil is using them. 
Because if God made pastors available, made apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors available, he made the congregation, he made the, the circle of believers available for you. Mm-hmm. And you discount, you, you, you disregard it, then you don't love God. Because God knows why he's doing it. You know, there's a lot of things that it would have been easier if you are around people that experienced it before. Do you know why God sends angels to us? Because angels see a side of God that they never saw in heaven. In heaven, there is only two group of people that made mistakes. The first one was Lucifer. The second one was the watchers. And all of them were condemned to death. There was no redemption. There was no salvation. There was nothing. Remember, in heaven, there is no sickness, there is no lack, there's no poverty, there's nothing like that. So angels had no reference of love. They didn't know what love is. Because love can only be displayed where there is discord. And when the angels messed up, they were never given mercy. They were never given love. But when they saw the sons of men, let me explain to you why. (laughs) Do you know why they say, God, you are so good to the sons of men? Why they really saw love? Now listen to this carefully. Who's this? Love, peace, and joy, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Please, you know you're distracting people. Everybody's here, wants, knows we are all here about Jesus. Please, if you're not going to contribute in what we are talking about, please stop posting because you're distracting people. We're here talking about the Lord Jesus. Everybody's here because they are being pointed to Jesus. You're distracting people. Listen carefully. Listen carefully to this. In hierarchy, David said this. For you have made man a little lower than Elohim. I'll say it again. For you have made man a little lower than Elohim. Meaning you have made God, you God, you have made human beings, just a little lower than you. Now remember, in the kingdom of God, those who are in authority have a harsher judgment. Your judgment is more severe. Because to him that is much is given, much is what? Required. To him much is given, much is what? Required. So if human beings were made a little less than angels, when human beings sin, when humans sinned, their punishment was supposed to be harsh than the angels. But God gave mercy to human beings. And gave punishment to an angel. They saw this is true love. 
I don't know if you're catching what I'm saying. In ranking, I wish somebody, I don't know if somebody's catching this. Uh, love, peace, we all know the word of God is good. If you keep doing that, we're going to block you. We're here talking about the word of God. If you want to preach, you can go on your, on, on your own platform and do that. If you keep doing that, I'm going to block you. Because you're being a distraction. The Bible says, let one speak at a time. Right now you're speaking out of turn. If you believe the word of God, then obey the word of God. This is the problem. You have to know when and where to say certain things. When people are trying to learn about something God is teaching them and you're trying to also preach, you are out of order. It's wrong. It's not biblical. If you are teaching and I came and listened to you, I will sit down and listen to you. I won't comment even though I know. I don't know everything. I know some things. I won't comment because I will let myself learn. Maybe there is 1% that I've been missing. The highest watch proves that you're spiritually mature is your ability to listen. Those who cannot listen, they are not spiritually mature. Those who cannot be instructed are not spiritually mature. It is a sign of being a spiritual baby. So look at these children of God. And I'm not saying this uh, out of anything. I'm saying it out of love actually. So in ranking, God placed us above them. Why? I don't know. Because if you look, we are not better or anything. We are all his creation. But he just, we are the weakest, yet he made us, he put us somewhere higher. We don't know. We will never understand this God. His love is beyond. Jesus' love is beyond. It's mind-blowing. It, there is no way to put it in words. But you need to understand something. The Lord God has a way he functions. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. And, and, and all its righteousness is actually interpreted all his righteous cause. A believer's mission is to know the cause of God. Why does he use angels? Why does he give us dreams? Why does he give us visions? Why does he do this? A Christian who does not dig into these things, you are not following after righteousness. You are not seeking after righteousness. You are not seeking after his cause. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to go very quickly. Uh, let me see Facebook for a second. Maybe, uh, maybe they have something. Uh, I want to I, I see how people are doing. on uh, The great apostle prophet Juma. God bless you. Huh? Ah. Uh, Dr. Juma, it's a done deal. <laughs> it's a done deal. I'll send you the link. Hallelujah. You know, I feel by the Spirit to say this. Guys, have a teachable spirit. It will take you so far. People who succeed in business, 
who are carnal people. They are people who know how to listen. People who succeed spiritually are people who know how to listen. Ah, my brother, Dr. Lovemore, God bless you. When a person has no spirit of listening, you are not moldable, you are stiff naked, and God despises it. God despises it. There is nothing more disgusting to God than somebody who cannot be instructed. Listen to me. I was born a prophet. I did not become one. I was born one. I've been experiencing encounters since I was about four, five, six years old. I've been seeing things in the spirit. My birth itself was strange. My parents would tell you if they were here. But there is one thing. When I'm in the presence of my father, I am nobody. When I'm in the presence of other men of God, I am nobody. I am teachable. Because 1% of what I don't know about Jesus, added on me, makes my relationship better with Jesus. If I truly love Jesus, I am seeking that one thing I did not know. I am seeking that one thing I did not know. I am looking for that one thing I did not know to win and to love Jesus better than I did yesterday. Everybody that is in Canada, if you're in Canada, please make sure you connect with Dr. Lovemore. Him and his wife, the apostle and his wife, the prophetess, are are dangerous people. Not only do they have sound and sweet doctrine, but they are also anointed. They are also very anointed. Let me tell you something. Can I say something? Is it okay if I say this? I was telling my son, Prophet Maluk, this. I am sorry. Some people will not like what I'm about to say, but I'm gonna say it. Can I say it? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put me on Facebook. I'm gonna say this. Men and women of God, listen to me. This is for men and women of God. This is for men and women of God. Are you ready? Number one. We have two kinds of people. We have two kinds of men of God. And I'm not talking about the ones that are doing bad things. I'm talking about those who are called by God. We have two of them, two kinds. This is for men of God. We have men that operate by the anointing. (laughs) Let me actually make it three. I'm going to help somebody learn something. We have men of God that function by the anointing. The anointing is good. Nothing wrong with the anointing. But it's, a lower, it's the lowest level of operation with God. Ah, somebody's going to be shocked. Let me tell you why it is the lowest level of operation. As good as it is, as powerful as it is, It is the lowest level of operation with God. Reason number one. 
is you have no control of the anointing. It can be filled, it can run down. It's a roller coaster, meaning it's not consistent. Number two, the devil is also anointed. <laughs> Can I have water, my son? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, some people would not like what I'm saying right now, but I'm telling you the truth. The devil is also anointed. The Bible does not say, you used to be anointed. It's saying, you anointed cherub, meaning in the present, right now, the devil is anointed. Remember, to be anointed is to be set apart. You have been given the ability to materialize something. But guess what? The devil also has it. The devil is also anointed. This is why the Bible gives you two categories of men of God. It says this. It says this. Listen carefully. It says this. Do not touch my anointed. And do no harm to my prophets. Do not touch my anointed and do no harm to my prophets. If God is saying do not touch them, it means they can be touched. Somebody did not catch what I just said. Do not touch them, meaning they can be touched. An anointed person can have an attack from the devil. That is why the Bible told the devil could never touch Job. Because the Bible does not say Job was anointed. It says Job was a man of the spirit. Job did not function with the anointing. He passed the level of anointing. He was working with the spirit. This is a completely different teaching. I'm just giving you a preview. That is why when the devil was going to and forth from the earth. He could not touch Job, even if he wanted to. So God asked him, have you seen my servant Job? He said, no, 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 no. I've seen him. But you know he loves you because of what you have given him. Allow me to lay my finger on him. Allow me to touch him. And let's see. And let's see if he will love you. Notice, somebody of the spirit, the devil has to ask Papa Jesus, Papa Jesus, is it okay for me to touch? But anointed person, God is saying, you know like in the house, when we were growing up, things that were like for my dad, were like, don't touch it, that's for dad. (laughs) Meaning it is in our reach to touch. But if you look at Job, it was impossible for the devil to touch him. 
I think, you know, I've given it a little bit. I don't know if it's something I should continue, if I should stop, because I want to talk about the atmosphere of angels. I'm just giving men of God an advice. You know, God doesn't say become anointed. God says become filled with the Spirit. The Lord Jesus never used the anointing. He says, I, I am anointed. His name means set apart. But Jesus said, I, I do miracles by the hand of God. I cast out devils by the finger of God. But we know if the devil can have the anointing, it means that the finger of, we know God is not with the devil, but the devil is anointed. So somebody can be anointed and walk with the devil. But somebody cannot be full of the spirit and demons be present, impossible. Their very presence will make demons run. That is why I love the apostle Dauda David. I love my son David. I love the, the apostle uh, Love More and his wife. People who carry the spirit of God, they don't need to do too many ceremonies for devils to live. Anointed people like to compete. Spiritual people look at people who are competing and look at them like children. So, oh, you guys are still trying to prove who can make more people fall. <laughs> The evidence of the power of God is their ability to convict somebody. The anointing can never change anybody. If the devil was anointed and still sinned against God and still plotted against God, somebody can be anointed and be against God. But somebody cannot have the spirit of God, cannot have the mind of God. The spirit of God produces the mind of God, produces the desires of God, makes you a steward of the things of God, makes you a representative of the spirit of God. People who have the spirit of God will never walk against God. They will always have the interest of God first, not themselves. And it is only the spirit that can convict the hearts of men. Not the anointing. No miracle will ever change anybody. No prophecy will ever change anybody. But the conviction, words spoken by the Spirit of God, miracles performed, accompanied by the Spirit of God, makes people turn away from their sins and follow God. Anointing tells you, repent and you'll be healed. The Spirit tells you, I am more than capable to change you, to heal you, to heal you, change you, and make you follow me. The anointing has conditions. The Spirit of love has no conditions. I'm just trying to help some people. Let me tell you one of the things that broke my heart one day. I was, I was in my old house. And the Lord Jesus appeared to me in a vision. And I did not understand why the Lord in his face, he looked sorrowful. It baffled me. And the Lord said something. He said, condemnation. Judgment. Has caused my people to sin. And because of sin, they cannot receive my love. You know, if anybody comes to you, let me, can I be honest? 
There is no sinner's prayer. There's no such thing as a sinner's prayer. Sinners don't pray. You can say prayer of salvation but not sinner's prayer because God is not calling them a sinner. God does not hear the prayers of sinners. So when somebody has decided to follow Jesus, they are calling on the name of the God, Lord in their heart and they want to follow Jesus. They have already turned away from sin. God is no longer calling them sinners. Jesus called people brood of vipers. He called them you snakes, but he never called them you sinners. You, you have made a prayer saying sinners prayer. And you think Jesus is happy about it. <laughs> Love makes it easy for people to change. It tells people God loves you the way you are. Do you understand God as unconditional love? Meaning there is no condition for him to love you. When Peter, Jesus got into, the, into Peter's boat and invited. He sat in the boat of Peter, preached and told Peter, Peter, let's go and catch fish. Peter said, Lord, we've been trying to catch fish all night. All night we've been trying to catch fish. But if you say so, we will go. You see, their repentance began by their ability to obey Jesus to say, because you said so. Why did it, why did it matter? Why does it matter that they said, if you say so? Number one is because they know Jesus was not a fisherman. He had no experience of fishing. So if somebody who has never fished is telling you and you worked all night is telling you, let's go back now. And you know daytime, you don't catch fish daytime. You catch fish like people who fish for, <coughs> for, 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 they call it fish farming. They do it at night. It's the best time to catch fish, not in the day. So somebody who has no experience for fishing is obviously a pastor coming to tell you, let's go and catch fish. They said, Lord, we've been fishing all night. That means that they were doubting. Then they say, you know what? We are willing to put away our doubt just because of what you have said, not because we are going to catch fish. They were not convicted that they will catch fish, but they were convicted because he said so. We will obey the man of God. They did not know that he was God yet, but they said we will obey the man of God. When they got into the boat, Jesus said, let us go even farther in. They were like, okay. Notice, they abandoned the ability to control the boat. If Jesus said, park at the shore, they were going to park at the shore. If he said, let us go deeper, they were going to go deeper. If he said, cast your net above, they were going to cast their net above. If he says, cast your net, net deeper, they were going to do it deeper. They were fully willing to obey and to follow God. When a person is walking into church, it means that they are ready to live their old life outside. They may not have the strength to do it yet. But just the fact that they have stepped in church. Jesus said, no man comes unto me unless I call them. It means that Jesus called them. You need to pursue Jesus. How will I minister to this sheep? Because this sheep is different from another one. 
Peter, you could not tell Peter you are a sinner because Peter was already saying, good Lord. He was saying, good teacher. He had gracious words, meaning he was a religious person, but he was not a changed person. But when Jesus delivered fish unto them, not one, not two, but gave them so much fish that their boats began to sink and their nets began to break, they stopped catching fish. Jesus did not stop them. Jesus did not say, now it's time, that's enough fish. They are the ones that said, listen, we are going to drown if we keep catching this fish. Let us stop. Notice this. The boat being filled with fish. Peter fell on his knees. And said, Lord, I am a sinner. What do you want with me? Please depart from me. I am not worthy to follow you. But notice what made him to repent. Not the message Jesus was preaching. The blessing that Jesus gave him. His knees were not on on the boat. His knees were not on solid ground. His knees was on top of fish. Somebody didn't catch the revelation that I just said. Peter knelt on top of fish. Not on top of the boat, not on top of the ground. He knelt on top of fish. God knows that his love is the best cushion to kneel down. It will be an invitation. Not what you did. Some of you are trying to make people kneel on top of their sin. Sin is death. Who wants to kneel on knives? Who wants to kneel on, on, on needles? Who wants to kneel on what hurts? Nobody wants to do that. Do you know how difficult it is for a person to admit sin because they are being made to admit it? God wants it to flow out of you naturally because that's how change comes. I think I'm going to teach about the difference between the anointing. The Lord Jesus never used the anointing. He never said, Father, I call upon the anointing. Apostle Paul said this. (laughs) Let me show you something. I'll show you two scriptures to show you what I'm talking about. Two scriptures. And I'm going to teach deep things in the prophetic school. It's going to be too much. (laughs) Are you ready for this one? (laughs) Hallelujah. Look at this. This is about to be dangerous. Look at this. Go to Romans chapter 1 verse 9. Romans chapter 1 verse 9. Romans 1 9. Romans 1 9. What does it say? For God is my witness. God is my witness. Whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son. Ah, 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 ah. Read it again. Read it one more time. For God is my witness. God is my witness. Whom I serve with my spirit. Whom I serve with my anointing. No, spirit. Whom I serve with my power. Spirit. Whom I serve with my knowledge. Spirit. Whom I serve with my ability to do miracles. Spirit. Whom I serve with what? My spirit. If you knew the potential of your spirit. Mm. The anointing comes upon. 
but the spirit is within. And he's not talking about the spirit of God here. <laughs> Let me explain it to you. Uh, uh, Mark chapter 16. Mark 16. That is why when you see people, you see true men of God, men of power. Listen, I can prophesy deep. I can do crazy miracles. I've been opening eyes and things like that. God gave me that grace. But do you know what? I love to teach more than anything. Because I know this is what makes you like Jesus. Not just reading the Bible, revelation teaching. Mark chapter 16 from verse 17. Amen. Mm -hmm. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Signs. Mm -hmm. In my name shall they cast out devils. Uh They shall speak with new tongues. Uh They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Uh They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. Yes. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, yes. he was received up into heaven uh-huh. and sat on the right hand of God. Uh-huh. And they went forth and preached everywhere. They went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. The Lord working with them. And confirming with signs following. So who was working with them? The Lord. The Lord. Do you know why the Bible says you are the body of Jesus? It does not say you are the anointing of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> The Bible says Jesus had the spirit without measure. The power of the Lord Jesus was with his spirit. Let me give you one more verse. (laughs) The Lord went with them. No, Jesus was received up to heaven. How is he going with them? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. If you can, use King James Bible and watch this. Listen to what he says. He says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. The spirit is capital S. For the spirit, another spirit is capital S. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. So we are seeing God is revealing it by his spirit and the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. But the spirit that is searching is also with capital S. Let us go to verse 10. My big sister Ebube, I love you too much. Look at verse 11. Are you ready? Look at verse 11. Uh, Go back to Facebook. Look at verse 11. Are you ready for verse 11? If you don't understand the two spirits that are being described here, we are told one spirit is revealing and one spirit is searching. So people read this assuming that it's talking about the spirit of God because it's both with capital S. Now read verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man? Notice the spirit of man is what? Small s. Then he says, even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Notice the Spirit of God with his, is with also capital S. Now, if you understand verse 11 with the Spirit, you will understand the second Spirit that verse 10 is talking about. But if you don't understand verse 10, you will not understand verse 11. You will read it thinking you know what verse 10 is saying. 
Notice the Bible is making a distinction between the spirit of man and the spirit of God. And the spirit which has a capital S that has the ability to search the deep things of God. So let me ask you a question. Think about this. The Bible is saying, my spirit, Prophet Lovi's spirit, has the ability to know the thoughts of Prophet Lovi. Right? So if my spirit already knows my thoughts, can my spirit search my thoughts? No. Because my spirit is me. No, remember it's saying, the spirit within a man knows the thoughts of a man. Knowing is by experience. So my spirit knows me. My spirit does not search me. That is why David said, search me, O Lord. Lord, look and search me. Because I know myself, I'm terrible. You search me also and help me. So what spirit is he talking about with capital S? That is saying that spirit has the ability to search the thoughts of God. So when I am, remember, to prophesy is their ability to know a man's spirit and know what they are going through. So if I have the ability to know your name, to know where you are, where you're going, what is going on, and I have the ability to give you the solution. I have the ability to search you. Whose spirit has the ability to search other men? The spirit of God. So when a human being is truly born again, the Bible says that which is born of the spirit is spirit. It does not say it is the child of a spirit. It says, Jesus said, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Your spirit when you're born again has become intertwined with the Holy Spirit. In fact, the gospels, there are times it's talking about the spirit of man, but it's speaking of it with a capital S because it's speaking about the regenerated spirit. Because notice you have become a new creation, you're no longer a man. So when people say, I am only a man, it's contradictory to the Bible. Because the spirit of man that is born again, it's no longer the spirit of man. It, is, it looks identical to the spirit of God. Only God can tell the difference and the believer can tell the difference. That is why when you become born again, when somebody looks at you, they, they see and hear Jesus. They don't hear you. That's why Paul continued to say, may I decrease and may he increase. Why is he saying may he increase? Remember, Jesus is no longer independent from him. His spirit and Jesus are the same spirit. That is why the Lord Jesus kept saying, I and my father are one and I am one with you. <laughs> Jesus is not separated from the father. Uh, let, me, let me stop. Let me go back to angels. I think I've said too much. I'm just trying to help people. Men of God that compete with power, they are in anointing level. Remember, the devil was also boasting of his beauty. <laughs> the anointing, because it, it amplifies things. Mm. Extra. I'm just, you know, I get so, I'm sorry guys. Facebook, uh, uh, YouTube. I get so zealous 
for God. Because I'm seeing a lot of people thinking they're preaching spirituality, but they're preaching the flesh. And they don't know because people are, follow, are falling. The Bible does not talk about Enoch being anointed. The Bible does not even talk about Moses being anointed. Anointed was given to those who are beginning to serve. Not those who are seasoned in serving. That is why Paul said something in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He said, I came to you in weakness and in strength. I came to you not with any kind of knowledge, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith may be built on the power of God. Notice, (laughs) he came to you with the spirit, not with the anointing. (laughs) Anointing is for babies. Anointing is good. It's not bad. But it is the starting point. That is why somebody can be in church, a great worshiper. They are so anointed on the keyboard and they go outside. (laughs) Their character is useless. Their prayer life is useless. But when they play, their anointing flows because their anointing is an amplifier of what you have. Men of God sleep with women all the time because the anointing amplifies that bad character. The anointing amplifies everything. But only somebody with the spirit that has transcended the ability of the anointing and has entered in the spirit, the anointing no longer controls them, they control it. Ah, Dr. Lovemore, I'm just trying to be like you. You are the doctor. (laughs) I don't know if somebody is catching this. That is why when you see men of God sleeping around, just know. They lack one thing. They are not in the spirit. They are just flowing with anointing. The promise to be great in ministry does not mean you're great. Nobody succeeds because they have potential. People succeed because they are seasoned. That is why David did what he did. But he was still a man after God's heart. (laughs) Because David was anointed. Samuel never did that. Because he was a spiritual man. He was the one anointing people. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is why you find. Let me give you one more. And then I'll give you seven points to create an atmosphere. This is, I don't know why God just turned my attention to speak to men and women of God. Watch this. Elisha was a simple farmer. Elijah comes and pours oil on him. Elisha is anointed a prophet. He became the same level with the sons of the prophet. He became the same level with the sons of the prophets. Are you ready for this? But when Elijah was about to leave, Elisha did not ask him to pour more oil on his head. (laughs) Elisha asked him, give me A double measure of your spirit, not of your anointing. The reason why we have so many failures 
there are men and women of God who are coming up that have, they have already failed before they even started. It's because they are seeking the anointing of people. Let your anointing work for me. Let your anointing work for me, but not the spirit of the man. The anointing can be corrupted. The spirit cannot. Uh, I'm, just try, I'm just trying to talk to people. The Bible does not say a double portion of your anointing. Do you know what he, why he said a double portion? He said, Elijah, I want what your spirit has. And I want everything that your spirit was going to be if you're going to remain on earth. Because remember, Elijah's journey was not finished. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Do you know why I teach the way I teach? I teach the way I teach because there is a spirit inside of me that has joined itself with my spirit. I have the mind of, I, come, I am teaching you things not because I studied them. No. Do I read the word of God? Absolutely. Do I pray? Absolutely. Revelation you can't study. The spirit of wisdom doesn't come because you studied even though studying is good, it opens up your capacity to receive revelation. But revelation is from the heart of God. That's why you need the spirit. Remember, studying is still depending on human wisdom, hoping that God will intervene. What Bible did Job read? What Bible did Moses read? (laughs) Do you realize, yesterday I taught it, the account of creation of the material world was written by Moses. But Job wrote the, he taught the creation of the universe. He taught the outer layer of the, of the earth and taught a little bit about the earth, the foundations, and left the rest for Moses to teach when Moses comes. But he saw everything. For somebody to lay a foundation, he has already seen the building. <laughs> He asked for a double portion. He said, Elijah, what you have and what you are going to be if you're going to remain. Because let me tell you the truth. Elijah was not supposed to die. That's why he did not die. He was supposed to be alive until Jesus comes and Jesus leaves until the day of tribulation. And Elisha knew this. He knew that Elijah is going to be taken and he's going to take over from him. YouTube, are you there? (laughs) That even Elijah, listen to what Elijah said. Elijah said, what you're asking me is a difficult thing. (laughs) He literally told him, what you're asking me is a difficult thing. But notice this. When Elijah parted the Jordan and went to the other side, and Elisha received his spirit, and Elisha came across the Jordan. Notice what the sons of the prophets said. The Bible said they all bowed down. I wish, I think I'm teaching for myself. I think I'm, I'm teaching for myself. YouTube, are you there? Periscope is there. Facebook, are you there? Let me see Facebook. They went on their knees and they said something. 
They said, surely the spirit of Elijah is upon him. Not the anointing. Ah, Not the anointing. The spirit. The anointing has an expiration date. The spirit doesn't. <laughs> that is why the Bible says the spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet. Subject. Do you know what a subject means? Servant to you. You know I have diverted so far. Do you still want me to give you the seven points to create an angelic atmosphere so I can finish? I should do a break. Uh, Bishop Claudie said let me take a, a, a quick break to, to cool you down for two seconds. We're going to play a prophetic school ad. If you haven't, if you haven't, uh, uh, if you haven't registered, please register. It's going to be epic. Too much. I said I'm going to reveal things that I've never revealed publicly in this prophetic school. Uh, you can play the ad. Listen, spiritual gifts can be transferred. I need my spirit with yours. Prophesy. I'm saying, I'm saying in. In. <laughs> so I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. Okay, I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. Throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a bay view or something like that. But, That's me. Eh? That's me. I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an M. But That's I don't... my matchmaker. <laughs> I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing. But I'm seeing like an I, an S, something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called ICM Entertainment, so it's I-S. Ah! <laughs> spiritual gifts can be transferred. Take it! Prophesy. I'm saying in. Is there anyone with an N? Yeah, my name is Nestor. <laughs> When I looked at him, 
I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart this one. But what do you do? <laughs> Stand up comedy. Professor! I'll give you 30 seconds to speak and then I'm going to give you 3 seconds to interpret and then you will prophesy to the person. So she prophesied to me that she kept seeing a big family, this family. Well, I'm one of 17 kids. She said, "But wait, wait, wait. I see something else like another business. Do you do hair?" I said, "Girl, yes I do." I saw a price tag put on him. But I asked God, "Is it a price tag or is it a name?" What's your last name? Price. Professor. We, we go to the other side. I know the question. I know the question. Go. Am I back on? Perfect. I was just telling uh, uh I was just telling my son Maluk right now. I was telling him anointed people have no ability to be a spiritual father let me go a little deeper i don't know why i'm saying this is it okay for guys if you really especially men of god if you encourage me to say this i will say it if you say prophet please go on i will say it what makes the and, and i'm telling you uh, an anointed person has no ability to be a spiritual father let me explain to you why the number one the anointing is birthed by the spirit it is only the spirit that gives birth to the anointing the anointing <laughs> Uh, my bro- my brother Dr. Lavmo is killing me he said <laughs> prophet doctor <laughs> you are the only doctor that is allowed in this body of Christ <laughs> it is the spirit that gives birth to the anointing number 1 number 2 okay let me ask you a question who is the father of Jesus the man the man jesus who is the father of the man jesus guys keep sharing i'm about to finish but keep sharing who is the father of jesus who gave birth to jesus who gave birth to jesus god but god is not a name god just means supreme being who gave birth to jesus you know who gave birth to jesus because Gabriel tells you the angel Gabriel tells you he tells Mary and the spirit of god shall overshadow you and you shall conceive <laughs> so it is only the spirit that can give birth to a spiritual generation the anointing gives birth to charismatic people that they come and go The spirit gives birth to spiritual people. That is why the Lord Jesus did not say be born of the anointing. He said be born of the spirit. <laughs> Because that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That is why you find the Bible is saying John came in the spirit of Elijah, not the anointing of Elijah. 
It is only the spirit that can give birth, not the anointing. <laughs> a true spiritual father is spiritual, not anointed. Anointed people cannot anoint even, biblically they are not even allowed to anoint another person until they become spiritual. Some of you, you have claimed spiritual fathers because of their ability to prophesy or to perform miracles, but not their ability to nurture. The Holy Spirit is a nurturer. So somebody born of the Spirit is a natural nurturer. It doesn't matter when their spiritual son behaves or misbehaves. It doesn't matter whether they give tithe or not. It doesn't matter whether they plant seeds or not. You are still a father. You are there to raise them. Some parents you are here, you have given birth to stubborn children. You have given birth to obedient children, but they are still all your children. Proto! <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but notice, you gave birth to the flesh, not the spirit. Listen, there's a deep book I'm writing called <laughs> The Seed of God. I don't even know if God will allow me to release it. He told me to write it. I don't know if I will ever release it. <laughs> the seed of God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let us go through these points. None of my spiritual children, my spiritual children will tell you. I can stay up. I will come from the hospital even if I'm sick. I will teach. I will sit down and explain to them mysteries. You see, the Pharisees told people to pray, but they never taught anybody. You know when people say, don't call anybody spiritual father. Because the Bible, Jesus said, call no man father, but only your father in heaven. It's because people don't read the verse before. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and told them this. This is what the Lord said. He said, you are giving people things to do. You are telling them to fast, but you yourself, you don't fast. You are telling them to read the word of God, yet you don't help them to read the word of God or understand the word of God. You are telling them to do this and do this and do this, but you yourself, you don't do it. Then he turned to the other people and said, call no man. This one you are seeing here, don't call them fathers. For your only father is the one that is in heaven. But notice what he was talking. He was telling them, your true father is me. I'm the one who is teaching you these things. These guys are not teaching you anything. So people only read the part that he's saying, call no man father. They think that he's talking about, you cannot call anybody a spiritual father. I, I think I spoke to myself. If you don't understand the verse, read the whole chapter. If you don't understand the chapter, read the whole book. If you don't understand the whole book, read the whole Bible. You will understand it. That is why Paul is saying, Titus, uh, Timothy, my son who I have begotten in the faith, is saying, I begot you. But some fool will tell you, you don't have a spiritual father. Only God is your father. Foolishness. And let me explain something. Let me add one more thing. For men and women of God that you are here. If you are truly somebody that begot somebody in the faith. Don't encourage them to call you by your name. Let me tell you why. Can I give this revelation? Maybe I should just do one thing just for with men of God. I should, right? 
I should do a conference with just pastors. I should do that. That will be powerful. It will be extra deep. Let me say something to you. Let me say something to you. <laughs> ah, I am afraid to say this, but let me say it. Jesus kept saying, my father, 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 my father. Ah, Dr. Lavmo, you will be the, you will be the teacher. I will be the student if you come. But watch this. He kept saying, my father, my father, my father. One day he said, my father, and the Pharisees got upset. They picked up stones to stone him. Jesus asked them, for which work do you stone me? They said, we don't stone you for any works, but for the blasphemy you are saying. Then the Bible says this. He says, for he said he is the son of God, likening himself to God. I want somebody for a light bulb to light in your head. He said, for saying he is the son of God, he is saying he is God. Because that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. So if you say, Prophet Lovi is my father, you say, Prophet Lovi Elias is my father, you are saying, I am Elias. Let me stop. <laughs> Somebody didn't understand the revelation I just told you. Jesus saying, God is my father, you are saying, I am God. So if you stand and you say, I am the son of Prophet so and so, you are saying, I am him. <laughs> You guys didn't catch it. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is why the Bible says that Jesus saw it no rob not robbery to be equal with God. Every son desires to be like the father. Let me tell you, you know Lucifer was not wrong wanting to be like God. He said, I will be like the most high. He never said, I am the most high. But what he did not know, he did not know that he was a son. The Bible says, Lucifer, son of the morning. He thought he was the servant of the morning star. But he did not know that as far as God, he was, God was concerned, he was the son of the morning. He was already like him. I will teach you some deep stuff that will shock you. There is angels grow into becoming sons of the morning. Or, and after they become sons of the morning, they go to a dimension called stars. Even angels spiritually grow. They are not stagnant. They grow. There is a level that you are an angel, son of the morning. Then you become stars. I don't know if somebody is catching this. That is why when the devil was saying, I will lift my throne up. And I will be like the Most High. You realize that in his mind, he was thinking that he's below. Because he thought that he was below, he was trying to find ways to build himself up. Do you know why the devil was cast out? The devil was cast out because he forgot his place. He forgot why he was created. He was created to worship God. That was what was making him be son of the morning. The moment he stopped worship, he had no more room in heaven. So if you forsake what God gave you, 
If you forsake the vision, you are aborting your relationship with him. Even though your desire is right. The desire of Lucifer was correct. He wanted to be like the Messiah. But his pride and his beauty is what made him kicked out. He forgot about worship. He began to look at his Gucci, his Rolex, kicked out of heaven. Notice yet God is the one that gave him those things. But he did not realize what he, why he was given. <laughs> uh, let me stop. My spirit will keep going and going. Let me go back to angels. Seven reasons why. This is why anybody that tells you, don't follow a man. They are lying to you. You would have never followed God unless God came like a man. I'll say that one, one more time. Did he post it again? Is it? Huh? Sorry? A while ago. Okay. Ah, uh, they were about to get wabamb. <laughs> Is somebody ready? Repentance means change your mind. People think repentance means say, I am sorry, God, I sinned. <laughs> we'll learn these things later. Seven things that creates an atmosphere for angels. Number one, the desire to see Jesus. The desire to see Jesus attracts, creates an atmosphere for angels. The shepherds were sleeping in the field with their sheep. And angels appeared to them and told them, shepherds, go to this place. He is in a manger on the other side. When your desire is to see Jesus, God will send angels. You create an atmosphere that angels can visit. The shepherds were willing to sleep outside with their sheep. Usually shepherds have a manger. You're not catching what I'm trying to say. Shepherds have a manger. They have a place where their animals sleep. They have like, what is it called? A farm. But these shepherds, were not sleeping in the farm. They were sleeping outside with their sheep, meaning they were true pastors. Their desire was to reveal who Jesus was to their sheep. <coughs> when the time came, the angels appeared to them to point them to where Jesus is. My daughter Janet Elias, God bless you. The foundation of the, of the Armenian Revelation Church. Uh, my Apostle Dauda, maybe we should do Revelation Nigeria. Number two, are they not ministering spirits that will minister to them that will inherit salvation? Not everybody saying Jesus is Lord will inherit salvation. But those who are caught up with the cause to the end, you create an atmosphere for angels. Because angels will not invest their time in somebody that will not make it to heaven. Meaning, be real about your Christian life. <laughs> Somebody says, how about Revelation, Trinidad, and Tobago? For me, anybody that is going to open a branch, they have to come and be mentored by me 
for a few months before they go, because we have to be the same. Branches fail because people cannot carry the spirit of the founder. I want sons and daughters to be better than me, not even the same. So when you are true about your salvation, when you are real about your salvation, you create an atmosphere for angels to visit you. Number three. Number three. Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. Anytime he was in his father's business and he had a difficulty, angels came. When you're about your father's business, you create an atmosphere for angelic visitations. Somebody who is not doing anything for the kingdom of God, an angel will not come to you because that's a waste of time. They are not coming there to hang out. There's plenty of hanging out in heaven. You must be about your father's business. Number five, sacrificial living. Cornelius had an encounter with an angel before he had an encounter with the Spirit of God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can I be honest with you? Can I be real with you? He is called the God of hosts. Meaning before he goes somewhere, his hosts have to be there first. If a president is going to visit a place, the secret service will already be there before he got there. They would have known already the area completely the way it is. Oh, I skipped number four. Number four, sacrificial living. Number four, sacrificial living. Number four is sacrificial living. Number four is sacrificial living. Before a president goes to a place, the secret service is already there. And they are communicating with the other secret service on the way there. There are some that are in the streets that the president will go through. That's why you see some of them jogging along the, the, the car of the president. Some are even driving around the president. Some are in the crowd that are watching the president. What did they say? Uh, that is why Cornelius was directed by an angel to go and find Peter that will pray for him that he will receive the Holy Ghost. His sacrificial living made him skip a level. <laughs> he saw an angel before he saw Jesus. Remember what I told you. Your desire for Jesus will make you see the Lord, but also your sacrificial giving. When you live a sacrificial life, angels are easy to access. Cabron taliga. 
Facebook, are you there? That is why when the angel came, he said, your prayer and your sacrificial giving have stood as a memorial before God and I have been sent to you. Now go and get Peter to deliver something into you. Notice, people don't want to follow men of God, but an angel is coming and telling you, Holy Spirit, I can't give you, but I can lead you to somebody who has it that will give it to you. And somebody wants to tell you that you have no spiritual father. So who was the spiritual father of Cornelius? Because Cornelius is asking God, come to me. God sends an angel and says, go and find Peter. <laughs> and, the prof- and, the, and the angel made Cornelius prophesy before Cornelius prophesied. Because Cornelius comes of the, out of the vision, he gives an address, he tells his servant, go to this street, go to this house, knock the door and ask them for somebody called Peter that is staying upstairs. Forensic. <laughs> People don't understand forensic prophecy. Is because of angelic help. This will be for prophetic school. We'll come to that. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Number five, prayer life. Huh? Yes, giving makes you see in the spirit. People don't know that. It's a hundred percent true. Somebody who does not give will never prophesy. I'm being honest. God could never see the harvest of the human race until he gave Jesus. <laughs> That's why he said, whosoever believes, meaning he, d- he was not sure who was going to believe. <laughs> but when Jesus came, immediately Jesus says, those whom the Father has put in my hands, nobody can snatch them. Before that, God is saying, whosoever shall believe. But the moment Jesus is put in the ground, he already saw his habits and put it in his son's hand. Nobody can snatch them. Ah, this spirit of revelation is too much. A prayer life. The Bible says, angels hearken to the voice of God. Now, somebody who does not, I love you more, Esther, uh, is it uh, Esther K. Elias, I love you too. I love you too. God bless you. Now watch this. Are you ready for the next one? Are you ready? (laughs) The Bible says, for angels hearken to the voice of God. Do you know what it means to hearken, angels hearken to the voice of God? Remember, God is the word, is not the voice. There is a difference between the word and the voice. So who is the voice? Voice is human beings. That is why uh, Peter said, I am the voice, John John said, I am the voice screaming in the wilderness. I am the voice screaming in the wilderness because only the voice speaks the word. The word cannot speak without the voice. That is why when Herod killed John the Baptist and Jesus stood before him, Jesus never spoke because Herod had taken his voice. The one who was speaking about him was killed. So he could no longer speak to Herod because he took his voice. That is why the Bible says, my word shall not return unto me void. How can the word of God return unto him? 
meaning God is waiting for an echo. God says, I bless you. Then when he hears, bless you, he releases the blessing because the angels perform it. Because when God speaks, he speaks through his spirit and spirits have no voice. That is why he speaks in a still and small voice in your heart. Or he shows you a vision, then you speak it out. When you speak it back, you are echoing it to him. And the angels are hearkening to the voice. So somebody who does not pray will not see angelic manifestation around them. A prayer life. What number are we now? Six? I think it's number six. Sacrificial living is this. The Bible says your life is not your own. Sacrificial living is your life is not your own. So you must live daily for God. Love him with your possession. Love him with your time. Love him with everything that you are. That is a sacrificial living. That's why the Bible says you are a living sacrifice. Number six, people who live an intercessory life, a life of intercession. People who carry other people's burdens. They spend time praying for other people and not themselves. They create an atmosphere for angelic visitation. That is why Abraham, even though he had separated from Lot, he was always thinking about his nephew. When the Lord was about to go destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he passed by his neighborhood first so that he can intercede for his nephew. And because of the intercession of his nephew, the angel saved Lot. So somebody who does not live a life of intercession. Cannot see angelic visitations. Hebrews 13.2. I'll read this and then I'll give two points. I'll, I'll make it eight. Hebrews 13.2. Mm-hmm. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. One more time. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, mm -hmm. for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Number seven, be somebody that loves people you don't know. Be full of love. You see somebody in church for the same first time. Greet them. Show true affection of Christ to them. Facebook, are you there? Somebody that does not have a heart. Somebody that does not have a heart to love people who he doesn't even know. You see them and you just want to greet them and say hi to them. That is why Jesus said, don't love those who love you. Love even the ones that hate you. Because angels are attracted to love. Angels don't go always to good people. They go to bad people to deliver them. The Lord makes the sun shine to both the wicked and the righteous. 
So somebody, that's why the Bible says, even though I speak in the tongues of angels and I have no love, I am nothing. Meaning that you can speak the language of angels, but because you have no love, they will not come to you. You are nothing. That's what it's saying. <laughs> because angels go where there is substance. So just because God can teach you, because there is tongues of angels, it exists. You can get in the spirit and Michael comes and sits down and he has a conversation with you. Very possible. But if your core is not love, nothing, you're nothing. Learn to love people. Be full of love. Number seven. Number eight, number eight. Number eight, right? I'll give them nine. Number of divine completion. I'll give them nine. Spiritual completion is number nine. Completion is seven. Divine completion of the Godhead is three. So we have three numbers of completion. Nine, seven, and three. Seven is for material things, three is for the Godhead, nine is for spiritual things. That is why the ninth month is very important to the Jews. <laughs> that is why a baby is conceived after nine months. <laughs> I will go deep in spiritual numer numerology, not this fake numerology people are doing, spiritual. <laughs> what number am I in? Eight. I'll, I'll add nine. Expectation. People who are always expectant to see the move of God, God reveals himself to them. Expectation opens an atmosphere for angels to be in. Nine. Find your Elijah. Because somebody who is with angels, you are with them. You have entered that realm. They just need to open your eyes to see and to be in that realm. Find your Elijah or Elisha. I'm done. All those who are giving, God bless you. Uh, go to prophetlovey.com and give whatever God puts in your heart. All those who are signing up for prophetic school. I am, I am going to be in the, I already know what I'm going to teach you, but I'm going to be in the presence of God intently and intensely before the school. This one will be extra deep. So I'm looking forward to the emails. I will only sponsor 10 people. 10 people. God put it in my heart to do that. Yeah. Some will be overseas. I'll, I'll give them the link for free. And then some will be in the country and we'll figure out how God is going to help us. Father, I pray for everybody that is watching. Father, bless them. Bless them, bless them. Let this knowledge of the Spirit. Your word says in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, it says that we don't speak the wisdom of this world, but we speak the mysteries of the word. Even the hidden wisdom, 
that was hidden, that was ordained from the beginning. Father, I have shared wisdom that was ordained before the earth, and I have shared wisdom that is in your word. Father, my prayer is this. Let it enter them, let it become part of them, so that they can have a better and powerful walk with you. Cause them, Father, to accomplish what you call them to do. This is the only desire that you have, and this is my desire. Let it be done unto them, those who are giving those men and women of God, uh, the ones that I know, like the Apostle Dauda David or uh, Dr. Lovemore and, and many others, uh, Prophetess Latoya and, and many others that are on. Father, you know them all. Father, make us who are your servants become men and women of the Spirit and to transcend the level of anointing, but to enter in the realm of the Spirit. I thank you, O oh Father, that this is done in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Afri people in Africa, you can text the number and uh, the number on your screen. I think uh, you'll be shown how to sign up because we have a different rate for those who are in Africa, so it's easier for them. And uh, God bless you all. I love you all. In Jesus' name, amen. saying because I'm hearing one saying God with us and the other one is saying Emmanuel uh, what is that it's it's Emmanuel. I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two I saw him doing this throwing seeds throwing seeds when people are throwing seeds have a calling, a pastoral calling, feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? Yeah. Hey. I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. Yes, unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a bay view or something like that. But, huh? seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing. But I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called ICM Entertainment. So it's I S. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
prophesy. I'm saying in. Is there anyone with an N? Yeah, my name is <laughs> When I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart. This one. What do you do? <laughs> Stand up comedy. Professor! I'll give you 30 seconds to speak and then I'm gonna give you three seconds to interpret and then you will prophesy to the person. So she prophesied to me that she kept seeing a big family, this family. Well, I'm one of 17 kids. She said, but wait, 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 I see something else like another business. Do you do hair? I said, girl, yes I do. I saw a price tag put on him, but I asked God, is it a price tag or is it a name? What's your last name? Price. Prophesy!